early in the week, I like our mindset, uh, our urgency, our sense of excitement, our attentiveness much better than last week. You know, last week I, I really detected a sense of urgency, lack of urgency throughout the week. Um, and it showed up in our play. We were consistently inconsistent. And, you know, sometimes when you're in a routine, uh, the same old thing, same old thing, same old thing, it can be dulling. Uh, but if you want to be exceptional, uh, sometimes you got to take a step back and assess, uh, you know, what you're doing. Uh, in this case, our preparation, our detailed preparation, uh, because, there, you know, there's the physical and mental part of being ready to play. And... Um, so right now, I like where we're at much better at this point this week than where we were last week. And, you know, there's accountability. Everybody in the organization is accountable. I'm accountable to play the best players. Players are accountable to each other to do their job because these guys have big dreams. And we shouldn't have fifth, six-year seniors making three, four critical mistakes on third down that are extending drives, things that we've done over and over and over again, and leading the points. So um, we need to play better. Do you feel like you've got enough veteran guys that understand what you're talking about to get this how you want it? Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. Now, but sometimes the message is received better than other times. And it's been generally received real well all year. But last week, you could just sort of tell, uh, you know, the hunger for the information wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, the, the nodding of the head was there and all that. But so anyway. You know, does that even give you, make you feel like we still have our best football ahead of us, even though you're eight games in, that you've been a little inconsistent at times? And I hope so. Because uh, truly have we played a – I guess you could say Georgia Southern's probably our best overall performance. Um, but uh, we certainly uh, can play at a level we haven't played at yet in all three phases from the first play to the last play of the game. Obviously, the announcement came that, that Tyshawn is going to miss some time right now. I'm, yeah. Uh, that's, that obviously is going to be hard to deal with your offensive line. Right. Um, how do you feel like that will be moving forward? Uh, well, you know, I thought that Toner came in and did a nice job at right tackle. And um, so that's both starting tackles now lost. Uh, and, you know, on, on the field Saturday night, uh, the, you know, the exam, the x-ray all checked out pretty good. So we were optimistic. But the next step's the MRI, and the MRI didn't say the same thing. So uh, he'll be lost for the season. Can you talk about Josh a little bit? And he got a lot of time last year. I um, made a couple yep. starts, and what he brings to the table for you guys. Yeah, he's athletic. He bends well. Uh, he's. There were some games where we were on a rotation with him and Potts at right guard. Uh, he started a couple games at left guard, probably because of injury. And uh, you know, we've been working him out there at tackle for about the last four weeks, also. And uh, you know, he's smart and he's very capable. I guess to go along with that. Talk about your run game and what are you seeing out of it? Um, it hasn't popped a ton of big runs. The per yards per carry has been down a little bit. What do you see in your run game right now or what needs to improve? Well, you know, what's interesting about running the football, there was a time when running the football was a recipe for success. 
But, like, if you looked at the top ten rushing teams in the country last season and look at their records, that really didn't hold true. You've got to be able to throw the ball and make explosive plays. And run, you've got to be able to run the ball, too, with some consistency and effectiveness. Um, we threw the ball more than we ran it last week. But I would like to see more production in our run game. I'd like to see us open a few more holes. And I think maybe in some cases our design needs to improve as a staff. Talk about Georgia State. What do you see on film out of these guys? Hard-nosed, physical head coaches, tough guy, line coach. You know, they've always run the ball very well. Uh, the backs, leading rusher in the conference. A lot of inside zone. But then they got compliments, a lot of good compliments off of that. And uh, really well coached up front. And... I mean, they know what they're doing. And um, the quarterback's a dual threat. Running back runs hard. Line function's good. Slot receiver can really go. Leading receiver got really good hands. Uh, defensively, they really fly around. New, they have a new scheme. Uh, a defensive coordinator from Coastal Carolina is now the coordinator there. And, you know, he's added some things to his package. And uh, they're playing really well. And, uh, you know, they're going to be a challenge. Is their run game, is it different than, than most teams? It's, it's similar to ODU. It starts with spreading you out like ODU and running inside zone and uh, getting real good at it. And if you get real good at it, you can block all the looks as long as the, you're not overwhelmed by the numbers. And then you just spit the ball out there on an advantage throw or RPO. So in some respects, they're, they're similar to ODU, but and then they branch off, you know, and they become different. When you talk about the similarities to ODU, how much does having a quarterback who can move just add to what they can do compared to ODU? Well, it definitely adds to uh, yards gained by his legs. Um, he's a capable thrower. Now, the I was really impressed with the ODU quarterback throwing a football and the weapons they had at receiver. So, um, whereas they're a little bit more probably like Tennessee you know, in t terms of wanting to spread you out and throw the football and run the ball well. Um, this offense is a little more hybrid. Um, you know, they'll run some option. They'll run uh, bootlegs, sprint out, nice play action pass game. Uh, and uh, so they're different in that respect. The times this year where you've had to shuffle the offensive line around a little bit because of the injuries, it seems like immediately after that there's been a few more false start penalties than normal. Does just having those guys where they're going to be for the rest of this week and get prepared, does that kind of eliminate some of that stuff? I think we had some false starts early in the year, went on the road, uh, and then South Alabama with some stemming. Uh, we haven't had many recently maybe one or two. Um, I'm not really concerned about it. I think we're past it. You'd always like to eliminate all pre-snap penalties and keep penalties to a minimum. One in 30 is our goal. and We do a pretty good job. We're not very highly penalized. Um, and what I would say about the line, uh, you know, th that was probably the cleanest pocket 
that Jordan's had all year long. One of the cleaner pockets we've had in a long time in this last game against ODU, um, which you know led to some successful uh, pass plays. Could have been a lot more. Um, so. You know, going off of the difference between last week's practices and this week's practices, do you feel like the ODU game was a bit of a wake-up call for some of your guys? I hope so. Needs to be. You know, you mentioned the clean pocket against ODU. Did, what does that say about that group up front, considering your right tackle goes down and then you had Tyler kind of sliding over and just, what does that say about the depth? In that yeah, game? I mean, it, uh, it, all those guys did a nice job. and. Um, of course, you know, all these defenses are different. Some people are going to drop eight and put less of a premium on sacks than other people. But uh, they did an excellent job in pass protection. Uh, the past few games, it seems like Tyson, Kalon, they've gotten the, the lion's share of the carries. Have yeah. those two kind of separated themselves from the rest of the unit there? Or? Well, this is always a week-to-week -week thing, and, and when your opportunity comes, you got to step up and take advantage of it because you never know when your opportunity is going to come. Like, and I'm sure you're talking about Latrell, um, you know, who's had some big games for us in the past. So, and his opportunity is going to come again. Um, but, uh, you know, leading up to this game, those two have really been running really well, even though our rushing yardage may not be real, real high. But they've been running hard and taking advantage of their opportunities, and it's hard to take them off field. You talk about Tyler Stevens a little bit too. We're going to talk to him and just his versatility, being left tackle last year, then at camp switching to yeah. left guard, going to right tackle, now left tackle. That, that says a lot about, about his ability, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, he was our player of the game on offense. He played really well, played right tackle and left. He's played all five positions for us. Um, he's played center in practice before. I don't know if he's played it in the game. He may have a little bit. Uh, but he's a smart guy that's played right guard, left guard, right tackle, left tackle. And uh, you can see him really growing into now sort of a leadership role on that line a little bit with Nick gone. And uh, he's been playing very uh, with like a tenacious edge, which is great to see. And you mentioned a new scheme defensively for Georgia State. Is it similar to what Coastal ran a year ago with, with that coordinator? Yeah, it's probably 70% the same, and then there's 30% ads. You know, in the past, you've used the term trap game to describe some of your matchups. Looking at Georgia State, uh, would you use similar language for that? Uh, I mean, they're 6-2. It's a big game. 